Bretto after an extremely tough 2020 for many it is so exciting to announce our first in real life event for 2021 Oh, MP, it's an understatement to say we miss connecting with our tribe, but it makes the 2021 wellness breakthrough all the more exciting. If you're ready to rebound or to make a comeback and even make 2021 your best year yet, you are warmly invited to join Brett, myself, and an intimate group of like-minded souls at the wellness breakthrough from February 5 to 7. Imagine yourself tucked away in the serene Streslecki Ranges of Gippsland, Victoria. You don't have to cook, you don't have to clean or do anything domestic. We feed you, we accommodate you, we hold the space for you to create your own wellness breakthrough. Whether it's in your health, your relationships, work, life, wealth, spirit, any part of your life, you can expect major transformation at our most intimate event. We'd love for you to join us, but spaces are strictly limited to 20 attendees. And as we record this, we have less than 10 spaces left. For more info, to watch the highlights of previous years and to join us from February 5 to 7 in 2021, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. Thewellnesscoach.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for episode 404 of 100 Not Out, potentially our most important episode of the month because it's all about the food that you serve on Christmas Day and maybe even over the festive season. I am having very little to do with the conversation. I'm going to ask all the questions of my brother from another mother. He is the master chef of all things Christmas. He is Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, legend. Hello, legend. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Seriously, if you've been watching this on Facebook, you know we have gone from episode 403 to 404 in just seconds. And you you have to marvel at the brilliance of the great man, Marcus Pierce, and how he can string together these sentences, and it just all is off his head. Like, it's unbelievable. So, uh, incredible. Thanks for sticking around and joining us on another episode of 100 Not Out. Piercey, um, we are closing on Christmas, and at the time of this recording, uh, we'll only be a couple of days away from Christmas, I think, so... Um, yeah, this will come out on the uh, so 22nd of uh, December. So if people are listening to this and they haven't got their menu organized, this could actually, can, um, yes. what does that Save do? You. Bring all your Christmases at once? Give you all your Christmases at once? What's that one liner? <laughs> that's, exa- that's it. Yeah. This could be the episode that makes all your Christmases come at once. Because let's be honest, statistically speaking and on a level of human nature, there would yes. be a lot of people that are hosting Christmas Day that are actually yet to formalize their menu and do not have their ingredients yet. And I would say that the younger the host, this could be controversial, the younger the host, the more likely that is to be. I know my mum would have her menu sorted two to three weeks in advance and she'd definitely have the ingredients, yeah. but the 25 or 30-year-old host, maybe not. What do you reckon? Is that ageist? A tw- <laughs> say that again. Am I being ageist? Well, maybe because I think that some people do because, like, Amber has always been that way. Like, she's always, you know, hosted, and so do I, um, but also been prepared. You know, prepared. So um, Amber's great at this. Amber's really good at this, but she gives me um, some tasks, and I'm good at operation. 
Um, I'm actually I'm good. I'm I'm great. I'm great at vision. I'm not good at strategy, but I'm great at at operation. No problems. So how does it work? When it comes to Christmas. When it comes to Christmas. Yeah. I always wonder about you. I was saying to someone the other day that I attract into my friendship and mentor uh, circle people that aren't detail-oriented, that are visionaries, that are really good on a strategic, big-thinking level. And I think I just fill the gaps on the details. That's just the nature, the two sides of, of life. Uh, but then I go, but Damo, like, he's learned all that stuff about food and the body. He knows minerals and he knows vitamins and he knows synovial fluid and he knows uh, uh, TFL and he knows, he knows T1 and C7 and, and, the sacrum. I'm like, how does he know all this stuff? It's all so detailed. But clearly, we <laughs> all have areas of our lives that are detailed and visionary. Anyway, off topic, completely yeah. back to this topic. Yeah. So on Christmas Day, yeah. um, what's your role and what's your menu? Because for people that are watching or listening, they're going to want to know really what your menu is and how you bring it all together. Okay, so my Christmas Day is always ridiculously busy, always. So we've got Jackson's mum and stepdad that we we catch up with. Um, I, we, uh, then we'll have, um, either my family for lunch, um, or Amber's family for lunch. And that'll involve picking up somebody on the other side of Melbourne that's got to come to another location. And then when we finish that, we've got to drive to Red Hill generally, or we've got to drive from Red Hill back to Melbourne, um, and, and then drop off somebody, um, along the way. And so everything's got to be down. Like it's it's, it's got to be so prepared. So I am in charge of brekkie. Oh, Definitely, this is good. Always, and you don't and have so a cereal company anymore. <laughs> Christmas bircher. Always make a Christmas bircher, um, and it's a ripper. It's always a ripper. Um, it's always been a ripper, and so up until last Christmas, including including last Christmas, it's always consisted of forage bircher. Um, now, Marcus is the only person in the world. Who still has forage bircher left? Um, and I just want to add on, and, this. and so Marcus, yeah. yes, you go. I just realised as you said this because I, I do want to ask you what brand of bircher you're going to use this year. But we, I told the kids the other day, kids, we've really only got enough bircher left for one more breakfast, one oh. more breakfast. And as you, and it's a bit of a sore point because poor Darby, he doesn't really understand it. He's like, but can we just get some more from Damo? I'm like, oh, sorry, mate, but. We can't. It's a really tough thing at the moment. So as you say this, I think I'm going to tell the kids we're going to save the bircher for Christmas Day. And whatever you tell us right now as to how you make it, I am going to copy and replicate your Christmas bircher and make it for our four children on Christmas Day. So I'm all ears. Nice. All right. So the bircher's... It's really important that this is done well um, because birches are delicious, right? So I will – in this case, I think I'm going to make an oat-based bircher because I don't actually have anybody who's gluten-free um, anymore in my in my little family. So I'll make an oat-based bircher. Um, and so I'll have you know oats. We'll put some honey in it. We'll have probably some chia seeds in that as well. Um, it's highly likely that uh, I'll probably put some other seeds like some – maybe even some – some poppy seeds in there because that's just, you know, brings out extra flavor. There'll be sunflower seeds, pepitas, almonds, like slivered almonds, no doubt about it. We'll put some macadamia pieces in there, absolutely, some cranberries. Um, and so all of that will go into this mix. Um, I'll probably use 
um, orange juice, uh, and uh, I think I'm going to use yogurt this year, and it will be just a dairy-based yogurt. I'm not going to use a coconut-based yogurt. I've used that in the past. Uh, but because I'm going to use oats, um, it'll be nicer and creamier if I use um, that yogurt. And then I'll top it up with milk, and I'll probably use um, – Oat milk. I, I won't be using dairy milk uh, for it because I'll get the creaminess from the yogurt. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, that flavor will be unbelievable. I'll make that up probably two nights beforehand, two days beforehand, uh, because that'll be really soft and the flavor will have run through it. If you make it up the day before or the morning of, it won't be as soft and creamy and sticky like you would get it, um, you know, and so you want to leave it for a, about a day and everything starts to break down. So that's um, that's that's how I'm going to make that one up. Now, if you wanted to make it gluten-free and not use the oats, then you'd use rice, like rolled rice. Um, that's a really nice thing to do. You can buy rolled rice just from your health food store. That's, that's pretty simple. And, of course, you could sub in or sub out anything that you can't eat or can't um, have because of an allergy or something you don't want to eat, right? So you can sub it in. So... Um, you might bring in coconut yogurt instead of a, a dairy-based yogurt, or you might use cow's milk instead of oat milk, um, it, depending on what you wanted to do with your yogurt. Now, what's interesting, or with your butcher, so what's interesting about this is that the um, the, the pre-mixing of all of this stuff actually prepares it for digestion. It's actually even better and easier for your body to digest it if it's been soaking for longer, and uh, and, and that's what is trendy these days called activating um it's just you know all it is is just soaking it up (laughs) you're activating it yeah that's what's happening i love it so a couple of questions because i know a couple of people will want to know this in terms of quantities is it just don't worry about the quantities like just do it all to taste like when you say you're just going to pop in some cheese seeds literally pop in some poppy seeds you can't really get this wrong folks like you're never really going to say too many macadamias, too many cranberries. No. Um, you'll, no. you'll get a visual. It's an individual choice as to how much you want. Just the one thing because this is going to be my Christmas surprise because for our kids, they definitely – we soak it in an almond milk and top it up with koyo um, mm-hmm. on top on top of a uh, forage birch. But Christmas surprise, I am going to yes. sne- I'm going to sneak in some orange juice, some OJ, and they're going to go, oh, it tastes different. <laughs> you can use apple juice too. Or apple juice. You oh, use apple you, juice you've done apple juice at Wellness Summits and it's delicious. Yeah, so- you definitely do that. And and it makes it it makes it really delicious. The, but the other thing, and here's the kicker, this is how you make it very Christmassy, uh, is you, you use a lemon curd. So you put lemon curd on the top. And I always make my lemon curd with the Thermomix. So I use the Thermomix lemon curd recipe. Find it on Google. It's very easy to find. Um, and you just make it up according to the, the instructions in there. And then you serve a little bit of lemon curd on top of that. And then I'll put on some honeycomb. I'll crumble some honeycomb on there. Um, and that is a Christmas mouthgasm. It's unbelievable. Oh, this it's, is so good. And, and if so, because I know we've got honeycomb in the freezer right now. So we've got the honeycomb, lemon mm-hmm. curd in the thermo, a bit of OJ. Mm-hmm. My kids are going to go mental. This is going to be more exciting than their <laughs> presents. They, the kids have a little mantra of best day ever when they have this really peak experience. They start singing this song like all on cue, and uh, this is going to be a best day ever cue. This is going to rock their world. And anyone listening, if this isn't rocking your world right now, if you don't see this as the ideal way to nutritionally start your Christmas day, then you're listening to the wrong podcast because this is yeah. the bee's knees. This is what the yeah. master chef of Christmas is preparing on Christmas day. <laughs> 
So oats or a gluten-free uh, substitute of your choice. Honey, cheese seeds, poppy seeds, sunflowers, pepitas, slithered almonds, macadamias, cranberries, a bit of OJ or apple juice, yogurt, choose your type, dairy or koyo, uh, bit of milk, your choice. Damo's going oat. We'll go homemade almond. You can go fat-free, light, soy, camel, maca, dairy, whatever you want. <laughs> Thermoed lemon yeah. curd, uh, yeah. honeycomb. If you really yeah. can't be bothered, just crack open a violet crumble and stick a couple of bits on top. Ooh, but, but even better for Christmas. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you do something like that? Yeah, or a crunchy. Um, crunchy. I but, probably prefer a crunchy than a violet crumble. Yeah, yeah. I think crunchy definitely all the way. Um, but, you know. So, that's what we're going to start with. That's what we're going to start with. So, then, like, the other thing you could also start with is some beautiful fresh croissants with some ham and cheese. Um, but they're better on Boxing Day because you use the leftover ham. From Christmas oh, lunch. Oh, now so you're talking. That, that's that's always amazing, and I use a bit of Jalesburg cheese with that, and um, and it's happy days. So I absolutely love that. So um, for lunch, you know, it's 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 not really what I uh, would be going to organise. However, um, you can't ever go past a ham or a turkey or a lamb. Um, I'm not going to have a vegan Christmas. I can tell you that right now. Um, Come on, mate. I can't tempt you in a little chickpea curry or some uh, lentil bolognese over the no. – a bit of fake and bacon, no. tofurkey. Tofurkey, mate. Tofurkey. You what? won't notice the difference. Fake and bacon. It's just like the real thing. Did I tell you that the other day I went to a cafe? I went to a, a little cafe that I've been going to for a long time. And during COVID, they went plant-based. I didn't know. And uh, and so I went in there. I said, oh, I love one of your chicken pitters. And he said – don't do chicken. I said, what do you mean you don't do chicken? And he said, we don't do chicken anymore. Um, and I could have sworn he said, I've got lamb. And I said, I'll have one of those then. So he brought me out this shawarma, lamb shawarma. And I, I chowed it down, absolutely like mowed it down. And, um, and then I was talking to a mate the other day and I said, oh, have you tried, I'm not going to throw them under the bus, have you tried such and such as, lamb shawarma and he goes nah it won't be lamb he's plant-based i go nah he said that this is lamb he goes nah he definitely wouldn't have said that it's it's plant-based you know what he he told me it was lamb and he put in that what did you call it tofurkey well this would be this would be tofam and it was absolutely it was delicious but i feel i feel violated like i feel like i've um I've committed a sin. I feel like I've been tricked because I wanted lamb and I've been fed tofu, a vegan version of lamb. Don't just make it – don't try and make it taste like the real thing. Just eat the plants. So now yeah. I've eaten dirty vegan food as opposed to having a clean vegan meal. Like if I wanted to eat a vegan meal, I'd eat a vegan meal. But I don't want to have a, a dirty vegan meal um, because you want to taste lamb but you only want to have it as turkey. Or lamb, you know, or tofu. I mean, sorry. And so, and and this yeah. is this is a point. And for some people, it's a sore point because some some people we do have some listeners uh, who are wonderful, wonderful vegans, and they do it well and they do it right. And let's just say here's what yes. we're saying: if you are vegan, and tell me if you disagree, Damo. If you are vegan, our view is that you do not want to have meat. So yeah. you wouldn't have bacon, bacon, or tofurkey, or it's not lamb or whatever it's called. Um, yes. You would have chickpeas and lentils 
and uh, uh, apples and vegetable. Uh, sorry, fruits and vegetables, and uh, nuts and seeds and um, beans and uh, some grains and all the rest of it. The thing that confuses us, and I say this as a as an ex vegan, is the desire to still have meat. Uh, yeah. Because for me, it doesn't. It still doesn't click and and anyway that's a point for another day so yes no vegan lunches uh, on christmas day with the christophs um so back to the christmas menu for lunch because it's not a lamb shawarma no i still don't know what a shawarma (laughs) is but i don't want to ask for the sake of this podcast episode going way off topic so what is on the menu for lunch yeah fair enough sorry about that i did that it's my fault no no so um Obviously, heaps of salads, heaps of veggies. Um, that's, I think that's the key thing. But the other thing that I'd like to just almost give permission for is for people to enjoy each other's company. Now, obviously, if you listen to last week's episode, which we just recorded before, <laughs> um, you, you, you will know all of the hacks about having good conversations uh, at Christmas. And the, and the countries that have the people that live the longest uh, will sit down and have a great Christmas lunch and I can, they won't be counting calories. And they won't be saying, oh, I better not have that last potato because it's going to affect me. They will have food and dance and laugh and sing and have watered-down wine and all kinds of stuff um, so they can party on into the night. That is what Christmas is about. Mm -hmm. It's about people coming together and eating and sharing and hanging out together as opposed to uh, being too strict. So I'm going to give you permission to just, you know, go a little bit mental with the food, not necessarily with the alcohol. I love this. I love this because I think even three or four years ago, if our listeners were listening to this episode, they'd be like, what are you guys talking about? You're like clean eating, whole food you know, organic, homegrown, all the rest of it. And we're still saying yes, absolutely. But I think there's a good mutual friend of ours, Olivia Gleason. I saw her say this, post this once, and she may have got it from someone else. You probably got it from someone else. It's it's not what you eat between Christmas and New Year that is the problem. It's what you eat between New Year's and Christmas. And mm-hmm. I think Christmas Day and like- that, that period of time is not the time to go hoity-toity on what you like to eat most days. I mean, take it from Damo. He's making... He's making, you know, gluten-infested croissants with dairy-infested Charlesburg cheese with uh, <laughs> smoked ham, and we're yeah. and we're and we're all salivating over it, going, "Oh, delicious! Let me add it." But yeah. what we can also yeah. say is, Damo doesn't have that every single day of the week. Like, look at him; he's a picture of absolute health. So the only people that get away with that is the French, and that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> But on Boxing Day, dig in and enjoy every Mm. bit of it. Yeah, absolutely. I was on the radio this morning, Pierce, and they said, you know, what do you do after you've had a big meal, um, you know, on Christmas Day? What are you supposed to do? How do you you recover from that? What's it doing to your body? And I said, well, you know – you know, let's put this into perspective. And I just shared that same perspective that I just shared with you just then and all of our listeners, you know, really giving yourself permission taking it easy, having a day off. You don't have to be a robot. Um, you know, being humans, we have a human experience. Um, if you've got food sensitivities or dietary requirements, all those sorts of things that you've got to stick to for medical reasons, fair enough, mm-hmm. fair enough. But if it's about a lifestyle that you're trying to achieve or trying to attain um, but, but you feel the pressure of it through the whole of the year, it's okay to have a little bit of time off. You mm-hmm. know, Even if you're dieting, you know, give yourself a break. Yeah, in I fact, think, yeah. In fact, we did an interview only a couple of weeks ago about taking a break from dieting. 
you know, and uh, int- what was it? Um, interval dieting or inter- interval weight loss. Dieting. Interval weight loss interval with weight Dr. Loss. Nick right, Fuller. Yeah. Um, How good was that? That is episode four hundred one. Four hundred one. That was yeah. actually, um, I think, one of our more popular episodes. People absolutely love that episode. So mm-hmm. go back and have a listen to that one. Yep, hundred percent. Um, the final words on dessert on Christmas Day before we wrap it up. It's got to be lemon tart. There's no doubt about it. If you don't get lemon tart on Christmas Day, um, then you can settle for the old uh, plum pudding. Uh, no problems. Um, and make sure with your plum pudding, you put the brandy on it and light it and uh, and have you, you know your custard with it too. These are all the traditions that coins, we uh, coins in are there so as well. lucky, coins? lucky to. You know, coins in the eat pudding? the coins. Yeah, you put the coins in there. Do you do the coins? Yeah, we we've always done. We've always had a coin or two in there. Um, there's. Obviously, coming out of COVID, there'll be some people that are really scared of germs again, uh, and so you might want to sterilize your coins. Um, so I'm not scared of germs. Uh, however, in saying that, I have seen where some coins land and what some people have done with coins. So I might just wash them a bit um, before we put them in the cake. <laughs> really random story, and uh, God love them, friends of mine at the market. Uh, at the height of yeah. Corona, to really do a community service, they thought it best to sterilise their money, uh, even the notes, and they made the made the mistake of not doing it properly and melted a thousand dollars of notes uh, no. in an attempt to no. sterilise, you know, the money for the community. Um, so I think you're right, Damo. <laughs> um, there are people that are a little bit worried about um, where certain things have come from these days, and you know. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that one might get lost. Hey, we are going to have an epidemic of allergies. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, I'm watching even little kids, they get back from school and they just run to the disinfectant, antiseptic, you know, little squirty tub things that smell like poison um, and they're um, and they're putting that all over them. We are going to have an epidemic of allergies. So let's talk about that one. Day. Well, yeah. Well, we can do that on the next episode because it's all about the trends for 2021. And so okay. I'm often wondering what is uh, hand sanitizer syndrome going to be called? There's going to be something where people's hands yes. begin to <laughs> just peel off, and they're like, "What's happening to my hands?" And uh, the <laughs> medical melting. community is yeah. going to have to come up with a name for it. Because when they do, this is going to sound so jaded, they're going to have to come up with a treatment for it that they can uh, sell uh, as a result of not telling you just to stop with all of the sanitizing. There'll be a sanitize and then take this uh, treatment. And then, of course, there'll be a side effect for that. So then you'll take another thing and away we go. And that's really how it's not a bad thing, but this is how capitalism works, folks. You cannot stop the beast because... Uh, that's again, it's not a bad thing. That is, you cannot make a socialist community out of a capitalist world. It's just not the way it works. Anyway, going off on a major tangent to end this episode. Jaded, jaded <laughs> much? Jaded much? Yes. No wonder you're living in Byron Bay. Pete's got it well, right. Pete's got it Pete's right. Got it right. Koyo, MP must be becoming a hippie up there around Byron Bay. No doubt about it. <laughs> good work. Uh, now, Koyo have done such a good job with branding. It's a bit like Apple and iPhones. You just call all phones an iPhone instead of just a mobile phone or a smartphone. Um, anyway, all yogurts Koyo these days. Anyway, uh, Damo, I know what I'm making for Christmas uh, breakfast. I'm going to add in a bit of chocolate in dessert because, as you know, uh, there has to be yes. some chocolate in this overly fruity Christmas tradition that the world has 
taken on all day. Um, thanks again for your Boxing Day, you know, ham and Jarlsberg cheese with croissants and all of your other wisdom on this episode. For more folks, uh, yeah, who's hungry right now, all of us, um, head on over to DamienChristoph.com. I have taken notes of this uh, Bircher. I'm going to pop them in the show notes. Please don't ask for quantities because that's not how Damo or myself roll. It's just please yourself, shove it all in together and see what happens. Do it all two days prior to Christmas so it can activate. <laughs> um, now, for myself, head on over to MarcusPierce.com.au. Thank you to Joseph Tomo. All year he's been editing. Uh, we thank you, Joseph. Cielo, you've been incredible. To all of our listeners, the 100 Not Outers, have an incredible Christmas. We love you so much. Yes. There is no podcast. Thank you. Without you, we'd be talking to ourselves, which we'd still be doing, but we probably wouldn't be hitting record and uh, publishing it. So thank you. <laughs> for- we, might be, we might still be putting, pushing record and publishing it, uh, but it's much better knowing that at least – um, my mum listens and yeah. Pete and Helen. You know, uh, you. I, I never tell you this, but I do have a sneaky look when uh, Joseph sends me the download stats for the, the wellness couch. 100 not out, almost approaching 700,000 lifetime downloads. So it's... Wow. You know, How good is that? Yeah. 700,000. It's good. That's us, Mate, baby. We might, get a, we, might, we might get a call up from Spotify. We might get like a $23 million Spotify purchase well as i like to tell people that often go how do downloads work if you lived in a country 20 times bigger than you you'd have downloads 20 times your size so uh you know for you demo if we were british and we spoke like this and we were in the english itunes store we'd be sitting on about 20 million downloads right now which wouldn't be too bad would it that'd be pretty good (laughs) yeah uh all right folks uh, merry christmas to you all have a happy and healthy one uh until next week continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life bye for now Bretto, it's been a tough year for many, but as we come to Christmas, we would just like to wish all of our listeners a very happy and healthy Christmas time. Yeah, absolutely. I hope all of you get to have the Christmas your heart desires. I hope you get to spend quality time with your family. And if that's not possible right now, I hope that you just make the absolute best out of it and have a wonderful Christmas and New Year period. Thank you for your support of The Wellness Couch in 2020 and we can't wait to have you again as a podcast listener attending our events and being part of our community at The Wellness Couch. Merry Christmas. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.